Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. The North Texas stories you need to know. This is the All Local from News Radio 1080 KRLD. He opened fire in front of Big Tex. Welcome to the afternoon All Local. I'm Austin York, and the bond for the accused Fair Park shooter been slashed in a big way. This is L.P. Phillips. The bond for Cameron Turner had been set at $1.6 million. Now Judge Nancy Mulder has reduced bond to $100,000. There is a requirement that if Turner makes bond, he must wear an ankle monitor until a trial. The reduction was over the objection of prosecutors. Turner is the man accused of opening fire at the State Fair October 14th, wounding three people. It was a crowded Saturday night. The gunfire happened near the food tent. Of the three hit, one was the man whom police say Turner was shooting at, the other two were bystanders. Hundreds dashed away from the scene in panic and the fair had to be evacuated. Police say Turner told them he had been threatened by several large men, but that video showed Turner was the only one armed. Jail records show so far Turner has not been able to post the new bond. From the 24-Hour News Center, L.P. Phillips News, Radio 1080 KRLD. We're learning more about what may have led to the shooting in Arlington last night that left three people dead. Carol D's Alan Skye has the update. Arlington police were called to an apartment complex near the Parks Mall. Sergeant Courtney Whites is a witness called 911 after seeing someone who had been shot. She says officers found someone dead outside. They then went inside the location to conduct a protective sweep in order to check on the welfare of anyone else. White says they found another man and a woman dead inside the apartment. All three victims were adults, but officers also found two kids inside. They were the woman's kids and were both okay, but police have not made any arrests. Detectives have been working overnight and believe that this potentially happened due to high-risk drug activity. Witnesses say the gunman was black, between 5'6 and 5'8, about 200 pounds. He was wearing all black. At Arlington Police Headquarters, Alan Skaya, News Radio 1080, KRLD. A North Texas community is grieving the loss of a beloved Navy SEAL, and now we're hearing from those who knew him best. Special Warfare Operator 2nd Class Gage Ingram became lost at sea on January 11th during a torrential storm in the Arabian Sea. Following a 10-day search that turned up nothing, Ingram and one other Navy SEAL were declared dead. Ingram attended school in the Northwest ISD, graduating from Lakeview Elementary School, Medlin Middle School, and Byron Nelson High School. Ingram's kindergarten teacher, Taryn McNutt, was quoted on the district's website as saying, while it was normal for preschoolers to get into arguments, Ingram never did. His science teacher at Byron Nelson, Michael Elder, recalled that when he assigned a free choice project towards the tail end of his senior year, Ingram chose to make a presentation on procrastination. From the 24-Hour News Center, Andrew Greenstein, News Radio 1080, KRLD. 
It's only six years old, but the Toyota Music Factory in Irving needs upgrades, and they got the go-ahead from the city council. The Irving City Council gave the go-ahead Friday for improvements to Toyota Music Factory. The redevelopment plan, funded by sales tax revenues generated by the development itself, will revitalize the plaza, the storefronts, and the outdoor areas. The city says the district has consistently exceeded lease requirements with live performances and ticketed attendee counts surpassing expectations. But the New York management company that took over running Toyota Music Factory last summer says the venue has underperformed. Whatever the case, the plan includes $6.3 million in improvements to the plaza, outdoor stage, and storefronts, plus new signage, plus the possibility of up to $25 million more if the development company enhances tenant lease areas. From the 24-Hour News Center, John Little, News Radio 1080 KRLD. It's the showdown at Eagle Pass, and Governor Greg Abbott is refusing to give in. The Supreme Court says federal agents can remove razor wire at the border, but in Eagle Pass, the Texas National Guard is keeping the feds away from one of the crossings. SMU political science professor Matthew Wilson says the fact that 25 other states are supporting Texas is telling. It highlights the fact that this is a really central issue in this year's election campaigns, whether for the presidency, for Congress, for governorships, etc. And so I definitely think this is something that has reverberations beyond just Texas. He says the president is in a bind because he doesn't want to give in to Republicans, but he doesn't want to appear weak on the border. The White House has said protecting the border is a federal matter. The breakdown of the Cowboy playoff failures continues, and it seems the finger-pointing does as well. Former Cowboys receiver Jesse Holly, now an analyst with Cowboys.com, says part of the issue, linebacker Micah Parsons. Probably the most selfish player on this football team. One of the reasons why Micah Parsons does not want to play linebacker is too much of a responsibility. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Definitely more responsibility yeah. for sure. I got to study harder. I got to now look at keys and formations and all that. See, when, I, well, see, when Micah get lined up yeah. and just go get the quarterback— and I'm not calling them a dumb player. I'm right, not calling right, them right. dumb at all. True, true. There's no thinking in that. Mm-hmm. That's pure natural instincts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You saw in the game when Micah had to drop back in coverage, Yeah. fish out of water. He didn't know yeah. where to turn. He didn't know where to look. Right? And even when Micah plays off the ball, he ain't reading nothing. He's just going. Despite all that, Micah Parsons was nominated for Defensive Player of the Year. With your afternoon All Local, I'm Austin York. The All Local is updated three times a day. For the latest news, traffic, and weather, listen to News Radio 1080 KRLD. Visit KRLD.com, download the Odyssey app, or ask your smart speaker to play 1080 KRLD. All Star Closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.